<laughs> this is fucking terrible. Uh, oh, God. I can't. I can't. Oh, okay, enough. Enough, 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 enough. Oh, oh I... I yeah. Um... <laughs> Hi, welcome to um, everything on this small blue dot. I am Brandon Bishop. I uh, I'm a relatively uh, healthy guy. I really am. I don't have a whole lot of uh, you know stuff going on. I'm not crazy in the head, uh, but I am at the same time. <laughs> um. What you just heard was a sound effect that I got from Storyblocks. And it is a sound effect of people chewing loudly. And you've already clicked play. You know what the theme of this episode is. I don't have to tell you anything. It's just, it's misophonia. Something I did not know existed up until just a couple years ago, and at first self-diagnosed, because I, that's totally me, like everything, everything that uh, is misophonia is me, everything I hate, everything that drives me literally, violently crazy is misophonia, and yeah, so I say first self-diagnosed, and then later actually diagnosed Man, that sh- I just that little sound clip, and it's a, it's a sound effect. Drove me to the point where I wanted to punch things, punch things in their faces. Why? Let's find out. We need to talk about everything on this small room. Okay, okay, for those of you who also, and I will use the word suffer, with misophonia, um, there will be no more sound effects, okay? There'll be no more of that, chewing loudly, and if that's the way you sound when you chew, you're an asshole, okay? Have a little self-awareness. Have a little bit of a awareness for the people around you, perhaps. But we're going to dig deep into misophonia and the audio sensory issues and the private hell that it is to have misophonia. I effing hate it, okay? It has ruined time with my family. It has ruined relationships. It has ruined wonderful experiences and friendships and just it has ruined so many things for me personally. I hate it. I honestly honestly hate it. And it's uh, something that has affected me literally as long as I can remember. And then through research on this episode, I realized that I'm not alone. I am not alone. There's a lot of people out there, and and you may be one of them, that deal with misophonia. You may have never heard of this before. 
until like you clicked play. You were like, what is misophonia? I don't want to click play on that one. I don't need to talk about pornography again. I don't Shut up and listen to this episode, okay? I want you to know what this is because you're on one of two sides. You're a blissfully ignorant person who chews with their mouth open, clicks pins, and lists all their S's and drives people on the other side with me absolutely fucking nuts. I got a new microphone, by the way. I don't know if you can tell or not. Can you tell this is a new microphone? It's a pile microphone. It's a USB. Plugs right in to the MacBook Pro that I'm working with here. And I'm sitting out here behind the school again because it's right down the street. I'm staying with my mom and her husband right now while he's going through cancer treatments and uh, trying to be a burden lifter, so to speak. For uh, both of them and, you know, cooking and cleaning and running around town. And that's just what I'm doing. I'm in Downriver, Michigan. I'm in my van. I li- I still consider myself a van lifer. I still live in the van. But sometimes you got to come out of the van and do stuff for other people. Oh, what a concept. Doing things for other people. I know. And maybe by the end of this episode, you'll do something for me. Chew with your freaking mouth shut. There's so many things. There's so many things. Like even with this new microphone, this wonderful piece of technology that costs hundreds of dollars, even when I do between sentences, okay? Even when I just said sentences, holy crap, that S, ah, I kick my own ass with that, okay? I do. I try to concentrate on Zs because I don't, there's not a like a high-pitched noise when you hit a Z, right? So if I said sentences, Now it's affecting my whole speech pattern. Do you see what I'm dealing with here? And between sentences, when I do like a little wet mouth thing because I just drank a cup of coffee and I'll be like, ah, ah, that right there will drive me crazy. Is it an an autistic thing? Is it a Tourette's type of thing? What is this that's going on in my head that pisses me off about every single other person on the earth? That doesn't deal with it. You blissfully ignorant sons of bitches. Lucky, blissfully ignorant sons of bitches. I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. Why? Why? Why is it? Why? I would never sit there and chew like the person that did. I have friends, very good friends, talented, amazing, ingenious people that eat like a horse, but oh, I don't want to say that. Uh, oh. I'll just stop it at, I was going to say eating like a toothless horse, having a bowl of macaroni and cheese. (laughs) That's what my friends sound like. And I have to sit there and weather that storm every single time. But it's a, it's a, it's a thing now though. When I was a kid and I would listen to my mom on the phone downstairs from my room and all I heard was and that's it would drive me crazy because all I could hear was the high-pitched s's that she would say and and then the repetitiveness of someone just talking on the phone still to this day drives me crazy when I get a phone call and I'm around other people I leave the room and go take care of my phone call I don't sit there and go oh hey what's going on and then continue to have a 15-minute conversation when other people are in the room. I will not do that. I will not do that in a car. 
I will say, hey, let me call you back. I'm around a bunch of people. And that's my way of saying you should also <laughs> not talk in a car with a bunch of other people. Because the repetitive monotone of just a conversation that I'm not a part of drives me nuts. And this is honestly can be traced if you follow the breadcrumbs from sitting between my mom and my stepdad at the time at Thanksgiving dinner, listening to both of them. And my mom does not chew like this anymore. Sometimes she'll do a little and it'll be like, oh, hit me right in the spine every single time. Not her fault. It's not her obligation. It's not your obligation to make me feel better. It's not. She'll disagree because she lives her whole life for me and I live my whole life for her and that's just what family does. But it's not her fault, okay? And that's what's hard for me because I get pissed. I get pissed when people are eating like like just assholes and I don't understand it. And it's just like, dude, all you have to do is put your lips together. That's it. I'm chewing right now. Crunching doesn't bother me. It never has. You could eat a you could eat a bag of chips, man. It's not going to bother me unless you're in a movie theater. Stop that. Like the wrinkling of the plastic and then the loud crunching when you're trying to concentrate on something else. Is that what this is? A focal point issue? I can't concentrate on more than one thing or I'm hyperly uh, aware of this one thing and you're a distraction? Is that what it is? Or is it straight annoyance? I'm here to figure it out with you. You clicked play, and I wrote all these. I didn't read all of this stuff, but it's, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a, it is, the title of this episode is The Personal Hell of Misophonia, because that is what it is, people. I, 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 I wish, I wish I didn't hate people. My own son, I would... I never yelled at the kid. I don't hate him. That was a bad segue. But but what I'm saying is, I, I he would like once in a while just do that, and then even that, it just the thought of it. It's, I don't know why it's a human thing. It's ah. But even when he, I, that's the only time I've ever yelled at the kid. Besides sleeping through COVID school online crap, which I don't blame him for that, but. You know, when they're calling me every day going, he didn't log in. And then, of course, I'd have to, dude, wake the hell up, dude. I woke you up five minutes ago and you're back asleep already. Anyways, different subject. But he would chew loud once in a while and I'd just go, what the hell, dude? Chew with your mouth shut. That's the level of anger that I get. I'm not an angry person. I'm not a violent person. I'm not a one of those, you know, guys that just yells at their kids and yells at their family members and friends and everything just because he wants to be a tough guy. No, that's not me. But it pushes me to that point. And I don't ever want to be at that point. (sighs) Loud chewing, smacking your lips and slurping, hissing, the lisping on TV. There are like YouTube shows and actual television shows that I would love to watch. But as soon as the, you know, and it's mainly a female thing. Actually, it's almost always a female thing. When they start talking, 
you're like, so, I was in Santa Monica this Saturday, and I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I, I turned it off immediately. I can't watch that. I can't. Dateline NBC, man. <laughs> and this is not a sexist thing at all. I'd prefer to listen to a, a, a woman talk, to be honest with you. But I used to listen to Dateline NBC because I was dumb and listened to, uh, you know, true crime stuff like we all do. And, you know, if it's not Lester Holt on there, hi, I'm Lester Holt, and today on Dateline NBC. Uh, no, it'd be, you know, some girl doing a narration, and she'd be like, you know, there were several murders in Sacramento, and Seth Sanigan said, I see, I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, God, I can't listen to that episode. Sorry, I'm sure it's interesting. Clicking. <laughs> Oh, let me go back to listing real quick. I worked for Wow Cable in Colorado Springs one time. I needed a job about, what, this is before SciTV, uh, 12, 13 years ago. I needed a job. I had a girlfriend at the time who was a real, uh, can we still say cunt? Is, is that a word? Yeah, anyway, total cunt. And um, she pushed me into getting, like, you know, a day job, even though I was doing wrestling and music and doing all the things that I wanted to do to make a living because we only get 80 years to play on this little small blue dot. And uh, I would like to make the most of them. I don't want to work for WOW Cable, but I did. Ended up getting fired because I hated it. Um, I just stopped coming. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, there was this girl that sat right next to me on a desk. And they give you these little flimsy headphones with a microphone on it, you know, so you can talk to people. Hi, thank you for calling Wild Cable. How can I help you today? Mm, this, this, I'm sure she was a nice girl. I'm sure she was. She's just, you know, a little chubby girl just like me, a little chubby guy. We're all sitting there being chubby together, answering phones for Wild Cable and Internet. Sorry, Wow. And she'd be like, this, the, the highest pitch lisping I've ever heard in my life. So, you wanted the internet package? Well, that comes with, uh, oh, every single S would hit me right in the center of my freaking brain. It hurt. It physically hurt. It ran down my spine. It made me go, oh! Every time. Every single time. Even, I'm, bo I'm bothering myself. It's not just you people. It's me, too. I... Drive myself crazy. This is why I'm calling it a personal hell, because it's exactly what it is. Clicking. Um, squeaking. <laughs> this van that I'm in right now. I'll be driving down the road, and for no reason, out of nowhere, it'll start doing like a... In the back. What the fuck is that? And I have to pull over and find it. I'll move everything. I'll move this bed around. I'll move the fridge around. I'll move the water bottles, the bat jackeries, and everything. I'm moving everything around. Mile down the road. Okay. What? And then I have to do it again. I have to. Or I'll just roll the windows down, turn the music up. I have to get rid of that repetitive clicking or it'll drive me absolutely nuts. And I don't want to be road raging because of a click in the back of the van. And it has a squeak, these uh, sliding doors. 
they um they squeak sometimes like this little like styrofoam sounding like two pieces of styrofoam rubbing together type of wait, 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 wait. or if you got like a like a case of water bottles in the back you know the plastic water bottles in the packaging and it's and it's like ah and you have to pull over and figure it out i wd'd 40 the shit out of this van several times and will again I hate that because I'm looking forward to a trip, right? I'm looking forward to the next city. We're going to go film something. I get to see some friends. We get to go hang out and, and make some TV history, right? Yeah. Go aside, TV. And then as soon as I pull away, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, okay, the whole trip's ruined now. And I mean that. The whole trip is ruined at that point because I can't stand it. I adore and I mean this, and I hope he doesn't hear this because I'll feel bad, <laughs> and he'll feel bad because he's a great guy. But the, the whole reason I'm here in, in Michigan right now, not just because of my mom, but because of her husband. Like I said, he's going through uh, treatments, and I want to be here to help him because I love him. He's the closest thing to a dad that I've had in decades, and he's great. He's a great human being. He's a very, very much a success story, and I have nothing but the uttermost respect for him. But we were at one of his uh, doctor's appointments the other day, and he had an ink pen in his hand. And I don't have one near me. Why would I? But I can probably bang two things together. You know what the sound of clicking pins is like. No, that doesn't sound like it. In a quiet, somewhat quiet, doctor's lobby. And he's... Clicking the pen again and again and again. Clicking the pen. He had to fill out some paperwork, but when he was done, that doesn't sound like a pen clicking. Just again and 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 again. I said, hey, I need that pen for a second. I had nothing to write. I had nothing to write on. So I opened my wallet, found a little piece of paper. I take all my notes in my phone or on my computer. You know, I'm, I'm that guy. I don't think I've touched an ink pen in a very long time. But I, I needed that pen. I wanted to, to crack it in half and to start yelling. But, of course, you don't do that. But I did get the pen, and then I put it on a table next to me and just got it out of his hands. Cause, and he was nervous about this appointment and as he should have been, and it's not about me, that situation. It's about him, so I didn't want him to know that he was driving me crazy with this pen, this quiet doctor's lobby with you know other people going through cancer stuff, and he's just clicking on this pen, and it just made me freaking boil over a guy I absolutely adore. Sorry, I'm moving this new microphone around. It's got this weird stand on it, and it's on my van bed and it looked like it was about to fall so i had to move it over sorry 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 but no i it's it's again it's not his fault he's just nervous and he's looking for something to just distract him and i get it i'm not gonna sit there and go will you stop with the pen put it down i would never ever do that to him or really anybody now i remember being in college and uh, there, I got kicked out of class one time because somebody right behind me and they had these tables all like horizontally and we all sat at these tables and that 
the row of tables behind me, there was somebody sitting there and the guy's just clicking his pin. I said, dude, quit, quit clicking your pin, man. It's like right in my ear. You're driving me freaking crazy. <laughs> and he didn't quit clicking. I said, dude, quit clicking the goddamn pin. And that got everybody's attention. So two minutes later, you know, the teacher's like, hey, 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 whatever you're doing, want, want, want. Literally, probably not even five minutes later, click, 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 click. Okay, I grabbed his pen and I threw it out the freaking front. The door was open, threw it out into the hallway. Uh, you need to leave. You need to leave. I'm like, I need to leave. I asked him three times to quit clicking the goddamn pen, and he kept clicking the pen like an asshole. Fuck you. Fuck that guy. And this actually happened, by the way. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I never went back to that class. Um, ended up taking it online where there's nobody around me clicking pens. Movie theaters. Oh, I know I briefly mentioned it earlier, but people chewing popcorn, people crinkling wrappers, people talking, people on their phones, people, all of that stuff I'm going to put under the category of violent misophonia. I've been in two fist fights in my life in a movie theater. One was in Lawton, Oklahoma, I think. I think it was in Lawton, Oklahoma. And there's a guy just literally, this is like, what was he even looking at? It was like playing a game or something on his phone, and you could hear it. I said, dude, turn your phone off. That's rude as shit. Bring, 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 fuck you. And then we got in a fist fight, which I did not lose because he tripped over. He was a big dude. He tripped over the seats and kicked his own ass, and then I punched him once, and it was over. Uh, and then I left. I was on a date, too, a date that never called me again. <laughs> because of misophonia! And that rude piece of shit that was bling, bling, bling during a movie. Don't even remember what the movie is. The second time, um, there was a guy right behind me chewing popcorn and wrinkling plastic. I said, dude, how much are you eating? Like, can you just stop? You're the loudest eater in the world. I don't remember exactly verbatim what I said to him. You're the loudest eater in the freaking world, dude. Like, can you just, and I, and it was a packed ass theater. And I remember it was like, I was in a recliner. So there was like about four feet behind me where he was and it just I could hear him like he's chewing right in my ear to this day I want to kick his ass again met him outside he found me outside because I got up and I went to a different seat I found a different seat it was like a shitty seat like all the way in the back but whatever nobody chewing popcorn or in wrinkling plastic like I'm trying to give you a there's a trying to give you an example of the wrinkling of plastic Oh, that's not plastic. What the hell is... Oh, it's my Manscaped bag. Redefining... Uh, re refining the gentleman. Okay, that's not plastic. I thought that was like a plastic shopping bag. I don't like to have that... Oh, here we go. Imagine you're watching a movie in a theater that you paid probably 12 bucks a ticket for. <clears throat> and behind you, some guy's got a bag of freaking uh, juju bees or what are they called? The snow caps or just a bag of M&Ms or something. And it's... I know all you ASMR people, I don't even know what that stands for, audio, sensory, something. I know a lot of people are probably like, oh, that sounds nice. No, 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 it's not. Even when you're watching a movie at home and somebody goes up to the kitchen or something or... and it... This is a bag of dude wipes, by the way. This is what I take showers with when I don't have access to a shower. Ooh, they smell good, too. It's the mint chill ones. Mm. 
Can you imagine though? You're I just this is what I was dealing with. And then he went, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. And then there was popcorn and this, you know, oh God, man. Movie theaters suck. Because of other people. If I'm in a movie theater and there's less than five people in the whole theater, bad for the movie, good for me. <sighs> Booming bass music. Now, it could be my favorite song. It could be a Pink Floyd song. Uh, my favorite one. I don't know. Wish You Were Here if it, that doesn't have a bunch of fake bass. But I think the really the thing that bothers me is just modern music sucks. And we'll do an episode on that definitely soon. Modern music is pure shit. There's very little talent that goes into it. Very little talent. And that pisses me off. But when I hear that boom, 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 accompanied with that fake-ass hi-hat, It puts me in a boiling rage where I just, honestly, I, I just wish I could Thanos those sons of bitches and just done, they're gone, turned into dust, just gone. Oh, there's another one, gone. Thankfully in Michigan, believe it or not, this close to Detroit, you don't hear that a lot. In Colorado Springs and Colorado as a whole, holy shit, people. I thought coming to Michigan, especially Southeast Michigan, on the outskirts of Detroit, that it would be booming bass music heaven here. But I don't hear that much at all here. Colorado Springs, every red light, every hour on the freaking half hour. Boom, 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 boom. Some mumble rap garbage, fake bass, fake hi-hat garbage, downloaded garbage music thumping. And again, it doesn't have to be that. It could be one of my favorite bands. If I'm in my living room, if I'm in my bedroom, even if I'm in my car... And I know I live on the road, but I'm just giving examples. And I hear your bass shit music thumping into my existence. I hate you. I do. Here's another one. I think just I think I can honestly just say all loud noises. Like I said, this may be an autistic thing. I could be very autistic. I could be. Who knows? <sighs> <laughs> it, it's weird. I could be very like high functioning genius level autistic is what everybody keeps calling me a genius. I don't know. I guess I'll start buying into it, but, um, yeah, it's, it, it's it, loud noises like, like belching. <clears throat> oh God. Just why? Nobody wants to hear that except for maybe you. I don't Is it fun? Is it, is it a relief? Like if you're, like people that blow their noses when you're trying to eat, that is a freaking huge pet peeve. You could be at a restaurant. I was at a restaurant in New York City. Oh, I was at two restaurants in New York City, and two different things happened. I'm going to get to the other, the, the lady, the uh, Chinese lady. I'll get to her in a second. But there was a there was an old guy, big fat old guy, and we were at, um, oh, God, where was it? I don't even know where it was. Some some restaurant, and I think I was with Eddie Finocchiero from New York Ham, and literally, it's little tables, four chairs around the table. This guy's right behind me, turns towards me a little bit. One of those wet-ass, 
oh God, it was horrible. Right into a napkin, whatever. You can't go to the, if you've got a fart that loud, you go to the bathroom, right? And you fart or you go outside. You get away from the people that are freaking eating. A little Kleenex, a little napkin that they give you at the table is not going to hold in all that snot and bullshit flying out of your nose. I'm fucking eating right here. I paid for this food. I, I, why would you do that? Is that part of misophonia or is that just me not being like, not like being disrespected by gross people? Don't effing do that. And I understand you drank a soda real fast. <clears throat> oh God, dude. I belch just like everybody else. I honestly do. I try to keep my mouth shut and <clears throat> sometimes, <clears throat> you know, it'll come out, but, it, and I get that. I am a one belch a day type of guy. Okay. Thankfully I'm not gassy. I understand people have gas issues. I get it, man, but I'm here. There's other people around. Fuck. And I get it. People have to cough. I have a history with coughing dating back to the smoking episode that we started off this whole podcast with. My grandmother hacking 24-7 and driving me crazy. And now when I hear people cough, I think it relates to that and I freaking hate it. So, yeah, it just... um, (coughs) It's like, oh. God, and it it just, I can't do anything about this, people. This is not my choice to be upset about these things, okay? It's not. I don't sit there and pick out things I'm going to be bugged. I don't sit there and cherry pick things that are going to irritate me. I don't do that. It just does, okay? It just, and, and I react sometimes. Unfortunately, someone belches around me, I'll be like, oh, God, man, or, you know, Someone's hacking. I'll be like, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, I, I don't do that on purpose. Can I fight it a little better? Possibly. I'm working on it, okay? Maybe loud chewers can work on themselves as well. I was in a van with one of my very best friends. Dare I say, at this point in my life, my best friend, Vinny, I love Vinny, okay? I should call him right now, and he knows. I bought him a little magnet that says, if you chew loudly, I secretly plan your death or something like that, and it's on his fridge right now. (laughs) Yeah, I put it on his fridge. I know, I'm an asshole, Um, but it's true. I love Vinny. I do, man. But again, he eats like a toothless horse having a bowl of mac and cheese. I was in a van with him. We were going to Knoxville to film something. And I watched it. Like in slow motion, he pulls out this sucker. Now, he's got like, you know, issues where he needs sugar sometimes. And I get that, man. I get it. I understand your issue where you need to pull out a little popsicle, or not popsicle, lollipop, whatever you call them, Tootsie Pop, which is even worse because then you got the chewy center. Um... And eat it, okay? I understand your problems. And he, I think, understands mine because we've discussed it. But when he starts slurping on this thing, and I have no headphones, I had to roll the window down just to get some, and, you know, he's driving in his van, not mine. So I'm just like, dude, and I couldn't say anything because I didn't want to ruin the occasion. I didn't want to, you know, I was trying to be as nice as possible. 
But I got so pissed off by the time we stopped driving that he wasn't even a friend of mine at that point. I'm talking straight anger that I felt coursing through my veins. I don't ever want to feel that way about anybody, let alone one of my very best friends, one of the greatest people I know. I don't want that in my life, but there it was. Just so angry, man. Another op- here's the here's the other New York story. I'm with Eddie Finocchiero. We're at this Chinese restaurant in Chinatown filming there. And the whole time I was there, the whole freaking time I was there, there was a lady, I think she worked there, and she was eating. And keep in mind, she's about 30 feet away from me, maybe more, all the way across the restaurant. I don't know if it was the acoustics. I don't know what the deal was. But I could hear every single smack of her lips as if she was sitting at my table. And it was so loud and just, I, I, I hate to this day, I hate that lady. I hate her. She could be a sweetheart. She could be um, charitable. She could, you know, help out animal causes and children's causes and take care of the seniors. And she could be a wonderful human being. But when she eats, she's a freaking asshole. Some lady walking around my van getting her steps in. Good for you, lady. I should be doing that instead of yelling about Chinese women in a restaurant that they probably owned. Anyhow, um, yeah, she was horrible. And Eddie was laughing at me. And Eddie also eats loud. (laughs) I was at a meeting in West Virginia with somebody very important who was probably one of the sweetest, nicest people I've met. We went out to dinner twice. Both times I wanted to bury my head in the sand like an ostrich. It was that loud. It was, it was, that was like one of the worst eaters I've ever heard since my stepdad. Terrible. And my stepdad was brutal. Like, you know, I never had lunch. I never ate dinner with him. I never had snacks. I remember one time um, my stepdad, um, we went hunting, and he starts chewing on these caramels. And just the sight out of the corner of my eye of his jaw, his bearded jaw going up and down, just that sight put me into a rage, man, as a kid. I was a teenager. It was, I didn't know how to process it. I put headphones on. I had headphones. But just the sight of his jaw going up and down was, I hate to use the word trigger because, you know, pussies use that word. Uh, it's my trigger. Whoa, God, I'm going to be triggered. Yeah, you should be triggered. That's how you deal with shit. But that's one of mine. <laughs> like, totally. I totally get it. break. So not only did he uh, start chewing these caramels for the entire Eppin trip, I wanted to talk to him. I did. I remember going into the center console, finding those caramels and throwing them out the window. I remember when I was with Vinny, sorry, Vinny, um, <laughs> taking the remainder of his lollipops and hiding them under the passenger side chair because I did not want him to have any more and and the rest of the trip was great, man. It really was. But son of a bitch, man. <laughs> but that Chinese lady was the worst. She's the worst I've ever had. And I spent, you know, years in Korea in the army dealing with Korean soldiers. 
Asians are loud eaters, dude. I don't, you could call it racist. You can call it stereotyping. I don't give a shit. It's true. They are some loud lip smacking assholes when they eat. Drove me crazy over there. My stepdad also would whistle when he breathed through his nose. I can't even do it. It's like a. Why? It ruined my relationship with him. He was a good guy. Treated me like he was a good guy, man. And I couldn't stand being around him. Not when he was eating, not when he was breathing. Not his fault. It's mine. It's my brain's fault. It's misophonia's fault. Which ultimately is me. How did this get started? Even like loud kissing. Oh, I can't watch porn. You know, like like we talked about last week. Oh, and before I get into the history of this, let me finish the porn thing and give me one minute just to go back to last week. I had literally pulled into town from Tennessee to here in Michigan, pulled into town, hadn't even been to my mom's house yet, haven't done anything, pulled into this school, did the podcast as good as I could do it. I had research already done from like a week ago. I just kind of read it off and I was not happy with last week's episode. I wasn't, I didn't even tell you about the story where I did porn in Canada, got paid really well. I was singing in a band. They saw me, they gave me their card. I called it. They paid me like what? 1500 bucks Canadian to spend two days with them up in Ontario and I'm uh, outskirts of Ontario. I can't remember the name of the city and shot. I was in a porn. It's out there somewhere. And I never did it again. Apparently, you know, I guess I wasn't that good. I don't know, but whatever. I didn't even mention that story. There's a bunch of stuff I forgot to mention. And I feel really bad that last week's episode was so rushed. And at the very end of it, my mom starts texting me. There we had house guests and she wanted me to meet them. And they were leaving, so I had to get back. And it was just a rushed thing. And I'm trying not to do let that happen this week. I'm hoping it doesn't. If it does, I'm just going to pause it. Because this episode really means a lot to me. And I feel bad about rushing an episode. I I put a lot of time into research and a lot of time and effort into everything. And I'm, uh, just wanted to uh, give you a a little apology. And I I still did an episode, but, and and here's the thing, like I said, I'm not that into porn. Like I just wanted something that's a pornography, you know, and people go, Oh, let's click on that. I needed one of those because we're building our numbers. Um, I haven't checked the numbers from last week. The week before was 1.7. The week before that was the smoking episode, uh, has done 2.3 and these are thousands, not millions. Okay. Um, that's good numbers for me. I'm happy with that. I'm hoping this one will, uh, I really want this one to be heard by other people for various reasons. I want people with misophonia to realize they're not alone. And I want people that chew with their freaking mouth open and click pins to stop. Okay. That's all I want. Loud kissing. Again, if I could be in love with somebody and if she's like all over me, I'm like, okay, uh, don't, don't put your tongue in my ear. I will die. Don't do that. Pets drinking water. I'm a van lifer without a dog. Okay. Most people that live on the road, they have a dog. At least all the ones on YouTube do. I can't have a dog. I love dogs. I think they're amazing. Little animals, friends, companions. I want a dog. 
You know why I can't have one? Because dogs lick their balls. Dogs drink really loud and they eat really loud and they chew on bones really loud. Back to Vinny, the sweetest little dog in the world. I love Demo Doggo. But as soon as he starts drinking water, I got to plug my ears or leave the room. As soon as he starts licking himself, I have to make it make it stop. I'll put a blanket on him or start petting him or something like, you know, oh, you're, you're so cute. And inside my head, it's like, God, will you stop licking yourself? But that's what a dog does. It's not the dog's fault. That dog is amazing. I love that dog. Oh, man. I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a wreck. I am all the time, except for like right now where the only person that can piss me off is me. And I do. Oh, pets. My cat, Marcy cat would drink so quiet. And I had one of those like automatic fountains for her. And sometimes that would get off kilter and it would make this little running water noise. I can't take that either. But Marcy was quiet. She was wonderful. She'd lay on my chest and purr. I know she passed away in February. And, oh, my God, it's been that long already. And I miss her every day. I had her for 19 years. She never drove me crazy. But I'm afraid I would get another cat. And it would. (laughs) She would drive me crazy with repetitive meowing, like, at all hours of the night. Like, 5 in the morning. I'm like, what? I'm here. Eventually, I had to start locking her out of my room because she would not let me sleep. She'd crawl all over me and meow. And just, oh, I just, and I regret that now because she's gone. And I have her, the only thing left of her is this little piece of fur I have in the van in the front console. She never drove me crazy, though. That's why we lasted 19 years together. <laughs> Good run, Marcy Cat. Baby's crying, man. Baby's crying especially in a quiet room. If I'm in a hospital and there's a baby crying, fine, whatever. The babies cry in hospitals. If, if, if I'm in a nursery for some reason or I'm picking up <laughs> random babies from a <laughs> daycare, I don't know what I'm saying right now. It doesn't bother me because that's where, where they're supposed to cry. If I'm in my living room and there's a baby in a stroller outside crying its head off, I want to punt that baby. I never would, but I want to. I do. Like that high screen. If I'm on an airplane, oh, God, it's the worst. If you're at a freaking store, like a Target or something, and there's a baby crying in the next aisle, it's like, all right, baby. <laughs> your life isn't bad yet, okay? When Your life gets shitty, and you should start crying when you get older. My ex-girlfriend had this kid. Uh, his name starts with a J. <laughs> And he was, what, five or six when we were together and he lived with me. This kid had the ugliest, most annoying cry. And my son never cried about anything. He was great. Uh, but this kid, hey, could you mind cleaning your room? I, I've never hit a child in my life, ever. But I understand what turns Mr. Hand into Mr. Fist, okay? I never would. I never would. I don't have to tell you that. You know that. I would never in a million years abuse anybody. But God, I wanted to stuff him into a box and bury it underground just so I didn't have to hear the uh, stupid cry from an overly sensitive kid. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Fireworks. 
Fourth of July is a nightmare. And it's not because of the 4th of July. I like the 4th of July. Hey, let's celebrate our independence. America. Yeah, that's cool. I think fireworks are amazing. They're beautiful and great. At a fireworks show on the 4th of July that ends around 10 p.m. Oh, this should be an episode. The 4th of July episode. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You want to hear me get heated? And talk about the 4th of July uh, dipshits that go to the fireworks store and buy a freaking arsenal that could wipe out a small city. And then they start it at, on July 1st. They start popping them off, don't they? July 1st or even sooner. As soon as they get them, I fire off one tonight, son. Yeah, Dad, we're going to celebrate America on June 30th. Idiots. And then, you know, all day on 4th of July, and then the 5th, and then the 6th, and the 7th, all the way. I would say the 4th of July is like July, or June 29th through July 10th. That is the 4th of July holiday for these dipshits. And every single time one of those things pop off, I want to find them and shove one up their ass. Every single time I hear one, bam! I don't know what Michigan's going to be like. I imagine it's probably just as bad, but... Colorado Springs was the worst. The place looked like a freaking war zone every single year. And it would start a month ahead of time and keep going. We're going to save this one for August. America! No. Fourth of July means... It means... It doesn't mean what they think it does, I don't think. It's not about burgers, beer, and fireworks, okay? But that's another subject. Know what I really hate doing? Repeating myself. I do. It drives me nuts, man. I don't know if this is part of misophonia or not. I don't. I have no idea why. But when I say, um, and here's the thing. My mom is half deaf. I understand that. That doesn't bother me. It doesn't. Sometimes it does. When I'm, And it, it bothers me because I forget she's deaf on this side and I get mad at myself. I'm like, oh, God damn it. You know, but no, it's not my mom's fault. She's deaf in one ear. She had a shitty mom who was a great grandmother to me that dug in her ear and just destroyed it. And that pisses me off. But when I get upset when I'm talking to her, it's because of me. I get mad at myself. I'm like, oh, damn it. And then I go to the other ear and then she can hear me just fine. But like, I'm talking about like stupid people, like just... Not not stupid people. I can't. I, you can't justify saying people are stupid. People are stupid at some things. Some people are politically stupid. Some people are, you know, religiously stupid. Some people are just can't drive. Some people are, you know, whatever. Like my again, I'll go back to my son. Like I would have to say, hey, we got to leave in five minutes. Five minutes passes. No shoes. No clothes. Dude, we got to leave in five minutes. What? We got to leave in five minutes. That third one goes another decibel okay that third one has a little bit of inflection to it don't like that i don't know if that's misophonia or not repetitive noises i talked about that like pins clicking and uh, i remember being on a road trip one time and one of my friends was texting and she had these big fake nails and when she texted it sounded like and i would just look at her and then look down at the phone she had no idea None. She had no idea that she was driving me and everybody else in the car crazy. Just repetitive. 
hope I'm not texting anybody right now. This is actually my phone, one of my phones here. How about birds? I love birds. I love listening to birds. I like watching birds. My mom and her husband have bird feeders all over their backyard. They're beautiful. They bring blue jays and cardinals and birds, <laughs> all kinds of birds and squirrels. But sometimes when you're trying to concentrate, Okay, enough birds! Ha! <laughs> things like that, crickets and things like, yeah. Um, just things that, just re- repetitive noises that just won't stop. You've got to stop. Please stop. Even that right there, oh my goodness. <laughs> That's me getting real close to the microphone. But the little noises that I make between sentences are horrifying. I uh, do a YouTube show called The Asai TV Van Life. It's on YouTube. We've got like over 210 episodes now or something like that. And I will be watching it back once in a while just to, you know, watch it back. I like to watch some of the old stuff that we've done and the adventures and everything. And I'll listen to myself between sentences while I'm walking. And all I hear is... I'm like, am I really that out of breath? Yes, I'm walking up and down the streets of New York City. I walked 30 miles when I was there last time. It drives me nuts. And when I'm editing it editing it together, I don't always hear that. So, you know, I have to uh, just deal with it. And it just drives me crazy. But this is my personal stuff. I always like to spend the, the first 49 minutes or so talking about my personal relationship with the topic and that's what it is. It's 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 a, it's my personal hell. I freaking the loud chewing, the smacking, the slurping, the hissing, the lisping, the the clicking, the squeaking, the the pins clicking, the booming bass, the loud noises, the coughing, the burping, the whistling while you breathe. People that don't shut the fuck up. Uh, oh, here's another one: lip smacking before a sentence. I was hired to do a uh, documentary. For this lady named Elizabeth something. She was horrible. She was, uh, let me tell, let me go on a sidebar real quick, okay? Um, this lady was terrible. She was like in her 50s or 60s, old lady. I know that's not old. I'm 50 this month, actually, but she was probably like 65. She was terrible. And she was in love with me, okay? Absolutely in love with me in a nauseating type of way. It's cute. Oh, you're so handsome. Thank you. You're you're beautiful yourself. Okay. That's all cute shit. Cut it there. Okay? I'm sorry. I um I know my worth. I'm not <laughs> even if you were a billionaire, I would not just date some body I'm not attracted to, okay? Simple as that. And if you're not attracted to me, don't date me. It's perfectly fine. I understand. But this lady, Elizabeth, um would insist I knocked this project out and I did a damn good job. And um, I got to sneeze. Damn it. It always, right in the middle of a sentence. <coughs> okay. See what I did there? I put my mouth and my nose into my sleeve, into my elbow pocket, and just, you know, covered it up. Simple to do, man. People that sneeze like, Achoo! and they don't cover their mouths. 
You deserve to be pushed into an active volcano in Hawaii somewhere. I will trick you with a trip to Hawaii. Hey, it's all expenses paid. Let's go look at the volcanoes. Push right in there. Fizzle, fizzle, gone. Um, I know it's a little little much, but it is what it is. Uh, anyway, Elizabeth. She would insist on minor changes to this documentary, which was about orbs or something stupid. It was really stupid. She's like, oh, I have proof of the afterlife, and these are orbs and blah, blah. Shut the f- idiot psycho. But she would insist on all these little changes, even though they did not need to be made. They were This thing was done. She knows nothing about filmmaking. And even at that time, I still knew enough to realize I can't do anything else to this project. But she'd always come over. <sighs> and then... um she would basically, if I did this to a, to a female, if I did this, it would be straight up sexual harassment. She would start rubbing my back, put her head on my shoulders and tell me about all these things, you know, and she would text me things like, oh, I'm so wet today. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm like, oh, God, gross, dude. You're fucking nasty. OK, you are a disgusting, gelatinous, horrible person. And I don't even want to do your job anymore. So I did the job that I was paid to do. I gave it to her. She still kept wanting to come. She would leave gifts at my door and baskets of shit. Yeah, that's real sweet. Okay. But you made it creepy. You made it super creepy. She wanted me to go on a trip to her to Peru or something. She bought me a silk robe. Oh, you'll look great in this. Bitch, I'm never wearing a silk robe in front of you. Are you crazy? Anyways, how this... Uh, how this relates to misophonia and another thing that made her absolutely horrendous to me was before every single sentence she would spack her lips I had to edit every one of those out and by the time I was done with this I hated her I hated her as a person between the sexual harassment and the freaking lies about all this money she said she gave me and all this stuff we went to court and I lost over a text that she said, I'll send you this money. And I said, okay, cool, but only if I can pay you back. And then she sent the money, and I gave it back. And I still lost a court case because I had no proof that I did. It, it, I paid people in cash back then. Anyways, enough about this stupid bitch. Uh, but she would smack her lips before every sentence. And I'm going to do it. I don't want to do it. Uh, but I'm going to do it as an example. And they always say the word so or um, which I also had to edit out. So, um, uh, why do you do that, man? I love watching like YouTube shows like Carpetbagger, but he does that stuff. You know, okay. So, oh God, fuck. I used to do that until I saw myself do it on a playback. And I said, I will never do that again. Ever. <laughs> Ever. I'm not suicidal. I'm not. I've never been but one time in my life, and that was over two decades ago. I'm not. But I want to kick my own ass for sure when I did that. Anyways, funny enough, sex noises really don't bother me because I'm getting hooked up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, the slushing and the slurping and the, that for some reason does not bother me at all. I guess I'm just, uh, I, I guess the, the, the anger is being suppressed by happiness. Maybe that's what it is. Anyways, that is my personal, uh, attachment to misophonia. It is my private hell, 
my own personal private hell. I hate it. I hate that I have to deal with it. I hate that others don't understand it. And I hate that people chew with their mouth open and click pins. It drives me. It's a psychosis. It, it's just, I hate it. That's really the only way I can say it. I'm trying to find other words here because that's what I'm getting paid to do. Not, am I getting paid for this? Anyways, that's what I'm paying myself to do, to find words to describe my hatred for this. And all I can just think of is just, I hate it so much. It's ruined so many things. But with that, we will get into the history and the diagnosis and the and other people's stories about misophonia right after, well, this. We're going on a pee break. It won't take too long. We're going on a pee break. I've got to drain the dong. We're going to thank our sponsors. They're the best and that's a fact. A jiggly wiggly pee break. And then we'll be right back. We're going on a pee break. We're going on a pee break. We're going on a pee break. A jiggly wiggly pee break. We're going on a pee break. All right. Listening to that funky, uplifting, disco-esque, disco-tech, inspirational background music. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a sponsor right now that just hooked your friend Brandon right up. Oh, yeah. I'm going to turn that down a little bit. We're going to talk about the perfect gene company. I, at this very moment, am very happy that it is hoodie weather again. You know what that means? That means for chubby guys like me, we can just put a blanket on us and wear it around. It's got extra pockets, which I keep forgetting, but I'm putting my keys in the front pocket. And it's got, it's got a hood. If we have a bad hair day, we can just put that up. It keeps us nice and warm, keeps us nice and cozy. And there's nothing more warm and cozy than the perfect jean hoodies. But that's not really what they do. It's not called the perfect hoodie. It should be because it is. This is the nicest fabric, the nicest fitting, the nicest everything hoodie I've ever worn. I have four of these from the Perfect Jean Company. But it's the Perfect Jean Company, baby. That means they make jeans. And they don't just make blue jeans. They make stretchy jeans. You know what that means? You've all seen these things. It's, it's, it's a stretchy product. It's like a stretchy denim that it's made out of this and that and all these cool science things. Go to theperfectgene.nyc, like New York City, theperfectgene.nyc to check it out, to learn all about the fabrics that they use. All that I know is that they're really stretchy and it feels like I'm wearing a pair of sweatpants, even though you think that I'm wearing a pair of jeans, a normal pair of jeans. They fit great. They, they're snug. There's no belt rash or anything underneath my belly. No, 
There's nothing. These, they got t-shirts. They even have jorts. And now they got Din khakis, which I just got my first couple pairs. I got a green pair and I got a black pair. And they fit and they're wonderful and they're comfortable. You could sleep in these things, people. The Perfect Gene Company. Theperfectgene.nyc is where you can go get them. Yes, I'm talking to you right there with those crummy Levi's on. Oh, yeah, you think they look great. You got stains on them, baby. You got stains on them. No, throw those in the trash. Go to theperfectgene.nyc. Pick out, fill your cart with stuff. They got hoodies, like I said, the best hoodies in the world. They've got awesome soft t-shirts and v-neck stuff. They got, like I said, they got jorts. I didn't get any jorts. I don't look good in jorts, but you... You may look fantastic in jorts. Show off those knees. Go to theperfectgene.nyc, fill your cart, and tell them that I sent you. In scientific terms... Misophonia is a disorder of decreased tolerance and uh, decreased tolerance to specific sounds and their associated stimuli. Misophonia was named and described in the early 2000s and has since gained scientific recognition and clinical identification through a wide variety of disciplines, um, including audiology, neuroscience, occupational therapy, psychiatry, uh, can't talk, psychology. What were you saying? I asked through gritted teeth, trying hard to listen as my friend recounts his weekend over breakfast. But as he crunches into another piece of seemingly never-ending Vegemite toast, this must be from Australia, an overwhelming feeling of rage surges through me. When I start to hear the sound of the sourdough moistly rolling around in his half-open mouth, God help me, I want nothing more than to grab the chair he's sitting on and smash it over his head. This is an account from somebody else, and I totally get that. I told you, my very best friend, uh, my best friends, all of them, man. They, why do they all eat like assholes? Oh, anyway, um, no, I'm not a violent criminal. This is a, a, a take from somebody else. No, I'm not a violent criminal, nor am I in anger management. I merely suffer from misophonia, a condition where people are consumed by intense rage, anger, or disgust by everyday sounds. I take a deep breath. I fiddle with the table and try to tune out the deafening sound of him eating. It feels like he is literally millimeters away from my ears, chewing directly into my brain. Oh my God, this sums it up so well. Can the neighbors hear this? Surely they must be able to. He swallows and relief washes over me. Oh, that is another thing. Yes, that little brief time between them chewing and them taking the next bite is bliss. It's wonderful. It's a trip to Disneyland. (sighs) I tune back into the conversation and smile. He reaches for his tea. Oh no, please no. Please don't slurp. Oh, my God. I'm reading this. <laughs> this is a, a somebody else's account. Recently coined and largely unstudied misophonia is only just being recognized by scientists around the world. It can be triggered by a range of sound from mouthy sounds that I so detest, such as chewing, eating, lip smacking or slurping to other sounds such as sniffing, throat clearing, knuckle cracking. That doesn't bother me. 
um, nail clipping. Oh, that's one. Oh my God. Nail clipping is the worst. Oh, I used to hate that. I have to hide from it. Every time I hear somebody clipping their fingernails, I hide. It doesn't bother me when I do it, which is weird. It's really weird. But when other people are clipping their nails, I don't know if it just, the sound traveling and hitting me in the ear, it makes it so much worse. Tapping, pin clicking, or even humming. Yeah. Oh my God. People that whistle. I was in a, a thrift store in Colorado Springs and there was a lady who was just whistling Christmas songs. Now, I'm not a Christmas song hater. I enjoy Christmas music. I really do. I don't care for Christmas, but I don't mind, you know, it, it brings you back, you know, but this lady was like, and she was a very good whistler and she would not stop. She would not stop. And I remember everyone kept looking at it and it was really loud and everyone kept looking at her and I just went, enough with the whistling. And then I basically got a round of applause without anybody clapping. <laughs> it's the worst. Okay. The feeling these sounds trigger is difficult to describe other than an irrational, overwhelming rage and desire to stop the source or flee. Fight or flight. Indeed. I could not have said that better myself. An urge to swing at the people I love the most or excruciatingly, <laughs> excruciatingly unbearable. It's... um. Here are some of the most common triggers, uh, according to the Radio National, whatever that is, for those sufferers, and try not to punch clean through your laptop. Yes. When I initially heard about the condition, and I'm I'm reading other people's words right now, these are not mine, Uh, the first thing I felt was a wave of relief. For years, I half-joked about my hatred of people chewing but was secretly terrified by the secret dark side. The apparent desire to murder my friends and family whenever they chewed too loudly. Uh, That was... (laughs) I don't get to that point. I don't want to kill anybody. I just want to run away screaming, whether I'm in a moving car or not. Yeah. How incredible it seems that no one else around you is getting upset over the same sounds. How is that physically not possible that it's not destroying every fiber of your being but like most things it exists on a spectrum lucky for me it rarely bothers me apart from occasional loud chewer in a quiet environment the worst thing i've done is walk out of a room or beg my friends to please for the love of god stop eating her her deafen her ear deafening chips (laughs) excruciatingly that's twice of her that word now uh slowly in the movies yeah that's what i was talking about earlier it's it gets to that point, man, where you're just like, it, it sounds like you're exaggerating, but it is a pure rage of hatred at that moment. If you don't understand it, you don't understand it. The condition is new to the scientific world, though. Uh, until very recently, scientists remain highly skeptical of the condition. Yeah, stupid scientists merely believing that some people were just a tad oversensitive to annoying sounds. But they soon found that while everyone is annoyed by loud chewing, those with misophonia were alone in their extraordinary fury. Um, A recent study in current biology is finally piecing together that uh, the mystery though. They invented, they invented, they invited 20 people with misophonia and 22 people without it into the lab and played them three sets of sounds. Trigger noises, eating, breathing, drinking water, normal irritating noises, screaming, babies crying, and uh, neural sounds, uh, neutral sounds like rain. 
when scientists played uh, the sounds, scanning their brains, those with misophonia showed no difference to the control group when hearing normal irritating sounds such as babies crying um, and stuff like that. But when they heard the trigger noises, their heart rate skyrocketed. Their heart rate skyrocketed, and they were started. To, and they started to sweat. My goodness, how long did they play those songs? It's like pure torture. A response to um, a response not dissimilar to extreme anxiety. Which, uh, yeah, interestingly, the trigger sounds also stimulated an interior in insular cortex. Uh, the part of the brain that joins our emotions to our senses. Okay, getting scientific right now. Some research, uh, research. What the freak is wrong with me today, man? Some research has suggested that misophonia symptoms are linked to anxiety, depression, or OCD. Or, uh, but the spectrum. Although, other scientists have called this ludicrous. Well, the other scientists don't deal with it, and they're assholes. Okay. Other scientists, oh, it's just somebody being easily annoyable. No, you don't understand, dude. Yes, I am easily annoyable, but it puts me to a place I don't want to go, okay? It's a mental condition. And here's the thing. I'm not looking for a pat on the back or a handout or a there, there, Brandon. It's going to be okay. All I want to know is how to deal with this. I don't want to take medication. I don't want to do anything like that. But there's nothing even, there's no medications available. There's nothing available for misophonia for something that's being highly diagnosed recently. There's nothing for it. Maybe in a hundred years, they can give you a shot in the arm and you'll be like, oh, well, that doesn't bother me anymore, but I don't think so. I think it's hardwired into our brain, and this is something that I have to deal with until I'm in a box where I'm melted down and my ashes are scattered somewhere. And if my ashes get scattered next to somebody eating loudly, I'm going to put those ashes back together with all my might, all the frequency I can gather around me, pick up all my ashes and put them back into place, and I'll be a human being. I'm going to punch that person in the mouth. Okay. Speaking of anxiety... High blood pressure. Um, either way, <laughs> there is no obvious treatment. No shit. Um, either apart from learning to manage it, some people resort to earphones or music to simply or simply leave the room. Yes, I do all of those. But one study in Monica Wu, oh, by Monica Wu, did she did successfully treat two patients using cognitive behavioral therapy a proven form of psychotherapy which helps patients manage uncomfortable and distressing thoughts people have long been employed uh, people have long employed mimicry when they chew in sync with the other person to drown out the noise i can't do that i'll drive myself crazy that's stupid another study found desensitization therapy significantly significantly improved 83% of sufferers what does that mean but the condition is still relatively new and scientists are still catching up, meaning many of the studies are merely observational. Yeah, that's all bullshit. I'm not going to sit there and try to chew louder than the person because then I'll have two people I want to kill, myself included. And I don't know exactly what um, desensitization... Why can't I talk? Desensitization treatment therapy is. I don't know what that is. For now, just knowing others have it is more than a mere quirky and scary character trait is comfort for many. But those who are battling with severe misophonia, like me, 
Uh, there is definitely help available by going to a psycho psychologist or a psychotherapist. For me, and this is the person talking here, I'll just continue to kindly ask my friends to buy quiet snacks before going to the movie. It's for their own safety. <laughs> yeah, that, I agree, but you just can't do that. The most severe cases were 12% that reported, oh my goodness, hitting a partner in response to them making a bothersome sound. Recent neuroimaging investigations confirmed that there may be a neural basis for misophonia. Misophonia is not currently specifically listed um, as a recognized disability under the Social Security Disability List of Impairments. However, SSDI, Social Security Disability List of Impairments, uh, does recognize both neurological and mental health impairments and considers each application on a case-by-case basis. Okay. Are people with misophonia autistic? At this stage, there's no evidence that misophonia and autism are related. A recent study did, however, find elevated autistic traits in participants of the misophonia study, especially with autism-related traits of sensory sensitivity and emotional dysregulation. Okay. The condition is common, affecting anywhere between 6% and 20% of people. Those with more severe forms uh, find themselves unable to tolerate family, work, public, social situations, this is why I live in a van. Um, previously, misophonia has been considered a disorder of sound processing. I don't know about that. I think it's just a hatred for other people. Is misophonia a form of ADHD? So while an extreme intolerance for certain sounds is a common feature shared between misophonia and some forms of ADHD, it doesn't necessarily mean someone with ADHD and hypersensitivity to sound would be described as having misophonia as well. In terms of science research, it's still early days on misophonia. Okay. Is misophonia genetic? About 6% to 20% of adults in European ancestry were found to suffer from this condition. How did they know they didn't? You didn't know what it was back then, so don't say they had it. It's a new thing. This indicates that there is a genetic link to misophonia. Okay. Doesn't bother, nothing that bothers me bothers my son. It's almost like he's not my kid. If he didn't look exactly like me, I'd be like, who is this kid? Um, my daughter is very much like me. So, huh. A genetic marker located near the TENM2 gene, okay, involved in brain development is associated with the feeling of rage and trigger sounds. All right, well, whatever that gene is near my brain needs to get its shit together because I'm tired of this. Does CBD help with misophonia? A reduction of misophonic uh, severeness was observed, indicating that treatment was helpful. These results uh, suggest that next to CBT, CBD may also be a promising approach to treating misophonia patients. Okay, well, I hate weed. Um, CBD dries my mouth out to the point where I can't even talk or breathe sometimes. <sighs> what age does misophonia start? Misophonia is a real disorder and one that seriously compromises functioning, socializing, and ultimately mental health. Yes, it does. Misophonia usually appears around the age of 12 and likely affects people uh, that more than we realize. I noticed with my parents, I'm reading this, 
Uh, I noticed with my parents eating and my mom talking on the phone, yes. My stepdad breathing, yes. I hated Thanksgiving. Oh, wait, did I write this? Yeah, I did write that. Okay. (laughs) I was about to agree with everything this person said. And I've already said all this stuff. I hated Thanksgiving. It ruined my family back then. Thankfully, my mom doesn't do any of this anymore. And we're the best of friends. Okay. What is all this stuff? Now, here's some other stories. uh, People that have it and have it bad. Um, It's like an almost indescribable amount of anger. And like rage, it's one that I can't control. Taylor told 2020, um, what is this, 2020, a 14-year-old girl named Taylor um, can't eat with her mom, blah, 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 blah. Taylor suffers from misophonia, a mysterious condition uh, whose name literally means hatred of sound. I did not know that. So misophonia means hatred of sound. Misophonia makes it difficult to tolerate everyday noises such as chewing, coughing, even breathing, and we already went through all that. And while many say They get annoyed at such sounds. For those with misophonia, the consequences of hearing such a, I hate the word trigger, but trigger noises are far worse than mere irritation. Violence, isolation, depression, and even thoughts of suicide. Thankfully, I'm not at the suicidal rate, but if I had to listen to people making these noises constantly, nonstop, I didn't have the luxury of just leaving and getting in my van and and whatever, it might drive me crazy, yeah. Taylor has a oh geez. Taylor has attempted suicide three times. <clears throat> Attempts, she said, that were triggered by antidepressants that did nothing to help her with misophonia. Yeah, I will never take medication more than my blood pressure medication that I have not taken yet today. I really should do that before these podcasts, especially this topic. I didn't want to. I didn't want her to give up because she tried to give up," said Taylor's sister, Alex. I just want her to keep moving. Taylor's symptoms begin when she was eight years old, about the time when I started hating everybody. Um, I coughed and she covered her ears and ran away, Bernadette said. That was her mom. Eventually, it grew much worse. She hit my head against the wall. She kicked me. She pushed me, Bernadette said. Just whatever she can do to stop the sound from coming from me. Okay, mom, Bernadette, if your daughter says quit chewing loud, quit chewing loud! No, you should never hit somebody because of it. I have never done that, thankfully. But have a little freaking compromise. Mom's kind of a cunt. Audiologist Marsha Johnson with the Oregon Tinnitus and Hyperacusis Treatment Center is one of the only experts to treat misophonia patients. Johnson said that the cause of misophonia is suspected to be a neurological glitch. Okay. In a very low level of the brain. Hey, I'll agree with that, Miss Johnson. Oh, and tinnitus is something I have. And it bothers me all the time. I can't sleep without a TV or a fan on because my ears ring all the time, which in turn triggers <laughs> uh, the misophonia. I can't win, people. It started in the army and uh, continued through music and all that horse shit. And I can hear, I can hear a mouse fart in the other room. I got great hearing. But the tinnitus, I can hear it right now. it's, it's, It's brutal. And when I'm trying to sleep at night, I can hear my heartbeat. And I can hear, because my ears are good. And I have high blood pressure, so I'm sure that has something to do with it. And I can hear the ringing from the tinnitus. And I have to have a fan on to drown it all out. Simple as that. Okay. Um, There's a whole thing about Bernadette. She just 
The saddest part of her crying out to me saying, Mommy. Oh, that's something different. She got some kind of a treatment. Another take on misophonia. What is misophonia? Are there sounds that instantly cause you to feel intense anger, anxiety, and disgust? Yes, there is. Um, are those emotions extremely strong, even overpowering to the point where they're hard to control? Yes. These are features of misophonia, a disorder where you have decreased tolerance to specific sounds and things that you can sense, see, touch, uh, related to them. The phenomenon can affect people very differently. Some people may have only one trigger sound that causes this reaction. Some people have, like me, several trigger sounds. People can also have reactions um, that are more or less severe. Yeah, I can see that. There are different tiers of hatred that I have. Some people can't control the emotions, and they feel the emotions they feel, but they can control their responses. Some people can't control either causing them to react impulsively. Even in the most secure, uh, severe cases, people may not be able to do certain things or be in certain environments. Yes. Research shows that misophonia can affect anyone, but seems more common in women. That's weird. And people assigned birth, uh, female at birth. Oh, shut up. Um, this estimates on how uh, it affects, the estimates on how it affects people based on sex vary. Oh, it's only like a 55 to 65, whatever, in case of women. Misophonia can um, develop at any age, but researchers say it's most likely to develop in the early teen years. More research is necessary to determine if the factors uh, that affect who's most likely to develop misophonia. Okay, this is all kind of stuff I've already... Misophonia uh, reactions can include anger, anxiety, disgust, fear, irritation, bodily reactions that include... Uh, high blood pressure, maybe that explains my high blood pressure, it really could. Chest pressure and tightness, goosebumps, heart rate increases, sweating, behavioral uh, reactions uh, also include avoiding situations where trigger sounds can happen, leaving the area, um, verbal and vocal reactions like, stop fucking chewing with your mouth open! Um, violent reactions, uh, the severity of the symptoms can also vary. When the symptoms are less severe, the emotional and body reactions may be all you experience. If symptoms are more severe, the effects may be so strong that you have to have a violent reaction. You know, people, I'm not making this shit up, okay? I'm not. I know a lot of people, like even some of my close friends that I'm like, dude, will you please stop chewing? They just don't get it, man. And that really kind of pisses me off. But. Why should they get it? Why? Why? They're not experiencing it. They can't understand it. I don't know what somebody going through cancer. I don't know what my stepdad is going through when he doesn't want to eat. And he doesn't feel like doing his, his PT. And he doesn't feel like doing anything but sitting there watching TV and just rotting. I don't know what he's going through. I might react the same way to his treatments and just the, the mental distress that he's under. I might. I don't get it, and you don't get it, how I'm um, dealing with this shit, man. And it's an everyday thing, man. It is. Every day. The people I love the most are the enemy. With misophonia, I'm my own enemy. People driving around, thumping bass music, talking loud outside of windows. 
And things like smoking outside of entrances and like whenever I smell cigarette smoke, it's, it's the same rage. Treatments for misophonia-related conditions such as anxiety or OCD may also help with misophonia. Misophonic? Is that a word? Symptoms. Your healthcare provider is the best person to talk to, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, talk to a doctor and they're going to tell you, <laughs> we don't know much about it. We don't know what to do about it. So just leave the room, right? Oh, there's a whole list of things here, man. I just... Many people with sound sensitivity conditions, including misophonia, can adopt or manage this condition using common items, um, technology, and adaptation techniques. Some examples include earplugs, noise-canceling headphones. Yes, I have both of those. Listening to something to keep your brain hearing related processes focused on something other than what's triggering you. Noise generators such as white noise and what's a brown noise? There's a brown noise? Is that just someone shitting? That doesn't bother me. People with misophonia also benefit from workplace accommodations. See, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that guy. You know, can you just make her go, even when I was at Wow Cable, can you, can you make her not sit next to me because she's triggering me? Oh God, I would hate to be that guy. How can I prevent misophonia or reduce my risk of developing it? Misophonia happens unpredictably and for no reason. Because of that, there's really no way to prevent it or reduce your risk. So you're shit out of luck. <laughs> here's a, I want to get into some of these. Um, well, here's something that may help. When should I seek health care provider or seek care for my misophonia? It may be unpleasant and annoying, but often isn't severe enough to disrupt your life. Bullshit. Bullshit. Maybe not often. 6% of us right now are the ones that are in my boat. There's 6% of us in America, 6% of that population, which is still a big number, believe it or not. There's 350 million people in the United States alone, so 6% of that, do the math. That's a lot of people. When should I go to the ER? No, you don't go to the ER for this unless you get in a fight and get your ass kicked because you asked somebody to stop chewing loud. Oh, there's a bunch of local crisis, 911, all that bullshit. Here's something from the Cleveland Clinic. Misophonia is a phenomenon that can be troubling. And some of the sounds that trigger it, I use that word trigger so much, I hate that word, are just common sounds. It might feel like you have no escape from them. While it's not officially recognized condition, it is. Um, healthcare providers still recognize what it is, how it happens, and how it can affect you. While more researchers is while more research is necessary to develop ways to diagnose and treat it, some treatment options are related conditions that may help. Okay. Uh, what is this? So where is the line between? So where is the line between? Chew with your fucking mouth shut. And man, I'm sorry for not being able to be around you when you're eating. Where is it? Where is that line? Because I, I walk it so often. Thankfully, most people I know don't chew like a starving barbarian, okay? Thankfully, they don't chew like a bunch of wild cheetahs devouring a wildebeest. Thankfully. But then, you know, you get the ones that are. 
and you're trying to have a nice productive business meeting or you're trying to have a nice date or something and they're just over there just slurping down a storm. Should I be apologetic? I'm sorry. I have misophonia. I don't want to say that. It's a, to me, that's a weakness. You know, I'm, I'm, it's a, it, I'm giving you my weakness right now. I don't like to be weak. Nobody does. <laughs> Should I just live in a hill in Wyoming, live on a hill, live on a hill in Wyoming miles from the next human? These are questions that I wrote and I'm asking myself. I would love that. That's why I live in a van. I can live wherever I want to. I can park the van in Wyoming. No one's going to bother me. The birds don't bother me that much. This fridge over there hums a little bit when I'm trying to sleep. It's kind of right next to my pillow. That drives me a little crazy at night. I just got uh, some plastic fans that I hang up, and they go, I had to get rid of them. I bought two of them damn things, and I got rid of both of them, sent them back to Amazon. And I bought some other fans that are completely quiet and wonderful. Should I just never eat with other people? That's almost impossible. It really is. I don't like eating around other people. My hell is a completely pin drop quiet room and I'm eating with somebody. I can't deal with that. Put on a fan, put on a TV, put on something, put on music. I don't care what it is. Make some other noise happen so I don't have to hear you digesting. I just, I can't. Do I just never go on dates anymore? <laughs> Do I never have business meetings? Will this ever just go away? Will it? Has there ever been a confirmed case of it just going away? Will I seriously live my entire life being grossed out and unable to be around other people? Does it ever just pay off to mention how gross and annoying and disrespectful I think these people are? But I'm not a rude person. I don't want to be that guy. Unless I really hate them. Like that lady in that Chinese restaurant. There were several times I embarrassed Eddie. I said, God, how loud do you eat? She didn't understand me because I don't think she speaks English, but... I'm easily annoyed by so many things. I truly believe it all falls under the same umbrella as misophonia. Even bad drivers, computer issues, shitty music, people that smoke. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. I hate it to the point where I really need to calm down. Thankfully, I've learned to calm my shit instantly. I, I don't know how I do it, but I just maybe it's just something you learn in age and you learn with time. I've learned to calm down, but there's just a few seconds of just pure hatred and rage and it scares me. I don't want to end up in prison one day for knocking somebody out because they chew loud. And I get pissed at their clueless, nonchalant attitude of people that do this. Hey, guess what? If I point out to you that it bothers me how loud and disrespectfully gross you are when you're eating, will you just not eat like that? Can you fix yourself a little bit? That's my attitude. You're just blissfully ignorant. You're an asshole to me. I've pointed it out. That's fucking horrible. And that's how you eat. Why do you do that? That's what's in my head, man. It's a brain disorder, man. It puts me into that fight or flight response, and I hate being in that. I don't want to run from anything. I don't want to fight anything. I certainly don't want to be triggered by anything. I hate that fucking word. 
squeaking noises. It used to be a joke, the nails on the chalkboard, right? That was the most popular form of misophonia was nails on a chalkboard or squeaking on a plate with a fork or something like that. It's horrible. That shit will put me into a goddamn frenzy. Caden, she's in her 20s, living with misophonia for a decade or longer. When I was 12 years old, I could tell there was something wrong with me. I remember riding in the car with my papa (laughs) and having this feeling overtake my body when he would chew on ice. Oh, God. Oh, that's, that's a bad one right there. It was a mixed feeling of rage, irritation, anxiety, and confusion all in one. My body would start to shake, and I would feel pain hearing the sounds coming from his mouth. Yes! I would start to distract myself by scratching my arms and legs, digging nails and digging my nails into my skin. I now know that this is a response to misophonia. I was creating another source of pain to try to ignore that pain. Thankfully, I've never done that. I started retreating to my room when dinner was ready, but that still didn't help. All the triggers were amplified in my head. My family could be downstairs eating, and I could be upstairs in my room, door closed and television on, and I could still hear the sounds of forks hitting plates and the crunching of food as they were enjoying their meal. It was torture. Yes! God, I'm so glad I'm not alone in this shit. I fought it till one day. I fought it till one day while shopping with my mom. She was walking through the store chewing gum. Fucking hate gum. Smacking every second louder and louder than an air horn in my mind. I would start walking slower trying to get away because I didn't know how else to deal with it. She got mad and I couldn't hold it anymore. She thought I was crazy and hearing it, uh, She thought I was crazy, and hearing it out loud, I couldn't even believe myself. What person is so sensitive that they can't deal with everyday sounds? After that day, I finally decided to look up my symptoms and try to find my own answers. I know you shouldn't Google your symptoms. It was a desperate—I was desperate. I found a brain disorder called misophonia, which described exactly how I was feeling. So I started—so I shared it with my mom. Sorry, my font is really small, man. And there's a glare on the screen. That's why I've been screwing up these last couple weeks trying to read this shit. After we decided we should go to a doctor and figure out exactly what was happening to me, an early misdiagnosis, we made an appointment with the doctor. And he, (laughs) we made an appointment with the doctor. And when the day finally came, I was so excited. I wanted someone to tell me I wasn't crazy and the feelings I had were valid, but that didn't happen. When I started to explain to the doctor what was happening, he said I did not have misophonia. Keep in mind, he had never heard of it before. But rather, it was my hormones that were out of whack. I started puberty, and it seems like that was a safe answer. Not wanting to accept that I had a brain disorder, I agreed with him in order to normalize my hormones. The doctor put me on the pill, yes, the birth control pill, when I was 12. Fucking doctors. They always know everything, don't they? As many people know, birth control messes with your hormones, especially when you keep changing it, and we did. Every three or so months, I changed birth control. I would change it, be off it for a couple months, and then back on another one. I was young, so I didn't take the, that no taking the pill was the same 
taking uh, whatever the fuck about the pill, blah, 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 blah. She was not supposed to be on a pill at 12 years old and then changing it and then stopping and starting and all that stuff. That's the gist of that. Once my family understood minimally what was happening to me, they tried hard to stop smacking their lips. Praise those people! (sighs) When they ate. (laughs) We bought paper plates and plastic silverware. Wow, that's awesome. What a great family to use during dinner time. They stopped eating salads, popcorn, chips, and other crunchy foods, which crunching doesn't bother me. Uh, They did everything right, but the triggers would surround me no matter what. At school, I would take a test in a silent room while the person next to me smacked a piece of gum. Movie theaters were a nightmare. I just said the same damn thing. The crunch of popcorn, the wrestling of the candy wrappers. Yes, I didn't, I've not read this yet. And uh, the groups of people whispering, I just refused to go, and I refused to go. Thankfully, I need to get a hold of this lady. These noises happened everywhere. And when you have misophonia, they are louder than normal. People can usually tune them out or they don't notice them all. But when you have misophonia, it's like they're the only sounds you hear. Uh-huh. And once you hear them, you can't drown them out until they stop. Yeah, that's her, man. That is a long story. Ryan's story. I've dealt with misophonia since I was a child. I think it started around the age of six or seven. My parents would raise their voices when reprimanding me, and I would quickly cover my ears and beg them to stop yelling at me. I could see that. Yeah, people yell at me, dude. I get I get angry. No, don't you fucking yell at me. I will beat your ass, motherfucker. You don't it puts me in that kind of a rage. They weren't even close to actually yelling at me, but on top of having this disorder disorder, I have also I also have above average hearing, as do I, which, you know, it's good and bad. I hear one pitch above and one pitch below the normal hearing range. Hmm. I never thought of that. This was medically proven by an ear, nose, and throat doctor I went to uh, because my mother talked through one of my uh, hearing tests and the doctor thought I was half deaf. (laughs) Never thought about that either. Here's another story. As a teenager, I remember being moved to tears by the sound of my family member chewing muesli's. I don't know what, is that the cereal? Muesli? Anyway, a friend eating dumplings once forced me to flee the room. Um, These noises, the noises one former housemate makes when chomping popcorn mean I declined invitations to go to the movie theater for almost 20 years. I'm not proud of myself for acting like this. In fact, I'm pretty embarrassed. Me too. But responses feel unavailable. It is probable that I have misophonia, according to the forthcoming scientific paper from King's College in London, and so do 6% of the people in London. Okay. Chewing, crunching, snorting, sniffing, throat clearing, nose whistling, heavy breathing, rattles, um, rattling noises are all different things that, uh, yes, we know this. They are all relatively ordinary, everyday things that people need to do. But with people with misophonia, they are experiencing uh, as hyper oversensitive. Okay. Um, I got a, like a ton of stories here. I, and I, I'm getting kind of close. I'm actually over an ha- hour and a half. I like to keep these around that time. There are so many. Hi, my name is Apurva. I am someone who just happens to deal with misophonia. It's hard. Being a high schooler, oh, can't imagine, stressed out about college applications, homework, stress eating, and struggling to chew a piece of bread without wanting to throw... Wait. 
but struggling to chew a piece of bread without wanting to throw something. What triggers me is the sound of eating. The slish sloshing. How was... <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, it just goes on of all the things she hates, which we've already covered. This one, she drives herself crazy. Man. People who suffer from misophonia. Now, this is something I found interesting. I I keep coming across these things. Like, I told um, a psychiatrist once, not too long ago, that I can see faces in everything. Like, different patterns. Like, there'll be a tile wall in the bathroom. I'll see a bunch of funny faces and scary faces and pets and things like that. I can see little, like, in the clouds. Take me five seconds. And the little um, wave of this recording on my editing equipment here, I see little things. I see, and it's a sign of genius from what I've been told by my psychiatrist, by all different kinds of people. It's a sign of genius. I have a very high IQ. Yes, I do. Um, I scored a very high ASVAB score in the military. Uh, GT scores. I, ha- I always score really high. And the funny thing is I'm terrible at math. Um, a lot of people say, I'm sorry, I'm moving around. My leg's falling asleep. A lot of people say misophonia is a sign of genius, a creative genius. So I looked into that as well. People who suffer from misophonia often have to make adjustments in their life just to function. Um, Where's where's the thing about the genius? Many creative geniuses, such as Kant, Proust, and Darwin, hated noises. In the 19th century, the philosopher Arthur Schopenhauer... Uh, linked noises and tolerance to intelligence and creativity. Uh, he also said genius is nothing but the availability of the mind to concentrate itself on a single point and object. It usually shows up during puberty and the initial trigger sound is usually a family member eating. Misophonia is more common in women, blah, 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 blah. Okay. <laughs> so I could be a genius. That's fine, but I can't do anything else. And how does that affect me? Like in a relationship, here's another story. I don't want to get close to my husband. For many years now, I have wanted to murder somebody when they make a lot of noise eating, drinking, burping, or sniffing, and especially coughing. My husband is the worst. I want to hack his head off <laughs> when he starts coughing. Then I positively can't. Then I positively can't stand finger licking. Oh, that's another one. You know what I'm talking about when they get like Doritos or something. I gotta move. Hang on. I just realized I've been sitting on my leg for, what, an hour and a half now? Hour and 40 minutes. Holy shit, i got to wrap this up. I have to finish this one, though. Then I positively, I positively can't stand finger licking, clicking on newspaper or newspapers um, rustling, or my daughter cracking her knuckles. I can't tolerate cutlery scraping on or knocking on sides of plate. It makes me want to cry thinking about it. I have often sat next to a big window and wanted to throw my teacup right through it because of all the noises from birds. <laughs> I am 49, so am I, and have only recently heard of misophonia. I am gobsmacked because for all these years, I thought I was just being pathetic and losing the plot over something so stupid. Yep, that's it. I would go as far as to say that because of the noises my husband makes, I do not want to get close to him. Well, that's a part of it anyway. I know these noises drive me into an irrational rage, and I am really upset and I want to run away. It drives me crazy. 
Ah, oh, man. It's good to feel I'm not alone on this. There, there are literally hundreds of stories. I have a ton of them. The sound of my brother clicking his spoon on the bowl while he ate cereal every morning. This sound now bothers me no matter who makes it. This is from uh, that same person. My mom's high heels clicking, clacking on the kitchen floor every morning before she went to work. I could see that. I lived in a basement once uh, with people that like, were upstairs moving around. Kids running around, dog running around. It drove me nuts. People chewing gum, of course. People playing with change in their pockets. That's kind of an old school one, but I could see that. Knitting needles tapping together. I've never heard that. Don't ever want to. Faucets dripping. Yes. Yes. Clocks ticking. Yes. I've always wanted to have a grandfather clock. Always. I think they're beautiful and it's just a beautiful thing to have, but I could never plug the damn thing in or wind it up. Nope. (laughs) Typing on computer boards when other people do. Yes. Hate it. The sounds of other students writing on a single piece of paper to scribbling sound. Yeah. I don't think that bothers me, but I could see how it would. So many things, man. (laughs) Here's another story. I want to take a swing at the people I love the most. My family members know that I'm struggling and suffering. However, they seem to think I'm just overreacting. My boyfriend of three years also thinks that I'm just crazy, and it's constantly telling me that I'm just hearing things. He tells me I could control it if I wanted to. I can't control my anger at all. And I'm finding it harder and harder every day. Yeah, man. Um, that's a long story, too. Wow. There's nothing medic- medical or, or psychological that can be done. There's this not, okay? I have to live with this for the rest of my life. And I've managed it to a point. I speak out against it. I mean, I speak out for it, misophonia. I speak out against people that chew their mouth and do stupid shit. In my mind, that's stupid shit. You may love eating like a horse with no teeth with a bowl of macaroni and cheese. You may think that's great. It may be in your custom, like in Asia, to smack your lips while you eat. But to me, you're an asshole, okay? Different strokes, different folks. Chew with your damn mouth shut. It's 2024 here in a couple months. Why do people still smoke? (laughs) Why do people listen to rap music? That shit should be done. Where's talent? Where's intelligence? Where's respect? (laughs) Oh, man. But I, I, I can't. I can't just yell, Chew with your fucking mouth shut! Even though my inner monologue is screaming it again and again and again. Maybe some of my friends will listen to this podcast. Vinny? (laughs) The problem is, is you people don't know you're doing it. That's the problem, man. And when you're told, you don't stop. That's what really pisses me off. Just don't be loud and annoying, people. Can, Can we disagree on that? I'm going to sing the goodbye song here in a second because we're getting into the two-hour mark, and that's a long one. But I did short you 15 minutes last week when I was talking about porn because my mom needed me. And when you're talking about porn and your mom keeps texting you, it just kind of ruins, you know, it ruins porn. You know, it would be like watching porn and your mom walks into the room like, oh, man, come on. So you're getting that extra 15 minutes today and then some. 
Ah, so again, again, it's a double-edged sword. I can just deal with it or I can speak out about it. If I deal with it, I'm in fucking hell. I am going crazy because of something you're doing. But if I speak out about it, then you get pissy and you're like, oh, shut up, dude. Then I got to risk that. I got to risk you either saying, oh, I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed. I didn't even know I was doing it. And then I did that to you. Then I'm fucking with your head. I don't want you to have this. I don't want you to have to change anything because of me. I don't want to be a burden on anybody. Or I risk the fact that you're just going to keep doing it and be an asshole. Or it's fight or flight. That's fighting it. Fight doesn't mean punching you in the mouth, even though I'd like to. Fighting it is taking the pin from the person, one of the most people I love the most on this earth, and is putting it on a table so he stops clicking it in a quiet doctor's lobby. That is fighting it. (laughs) Fighting it is please quit chewing with your mouth open. Please quit slurping. Fighting it is like, dude, do you need to trim your freaking nose hair so you stop whistling when you're breathing? Fighting it is just saying something, doing something, an action to make it stop. Flight is what I have to do to you right now. Just running away. And I want to do both. Every time I hear somebody chewing loud or lisping or whatever it is. Whatever triggers me. But flight is like like I said. It's what I'm going to do in about 20 seconds. I'm going to play the goodbye song. Okay? Now next week, we're going to talk about another one of those uh, marquee topics. You know? Serial killers. But we're not going to talk about serial killers. We're going to talk about the people who love them. You. Dare I say myself sometimes. Why do we make these people martyrs? Why do we make them so glamorous and so elevated and so just marketed to the point where the little dipshit with no life who can't get laid is the next serial killer? He's motivated by our love for them, for our interest These people have no lives. How can I get a life? I'll go shoot up a school and then they'll make a goddamn movie about me on Netflix. I'll go eat somebody's ass. Not like in the pleasurable way, but like actually eating Jeffrey Dahmer type eating someone's ass. And then they'll make a freaking miniseries about me. They'll make a documentary about me. I will be infamous. I will be a martyr for other losers in the world. That's what we're going to talk about next week. Okay. I got a lot of research to do about why we love serial killers. I think I'll call it serial killers and the stupid people who love them. All right, I wrote this song because I wanted you to feel the way that I felt at the end of The Incredible Hawk back in the 80s. That sad music as he walked down the road by himself. I think I cried every single time, every single episode as it ended. And I never forgot that. And I don't want you to forget me. I want you to want me. I want you to miss me as I walk down that long, lonely road. I want you to subscribe to this podcast. I want you to go to Asai TV on Roku. On AsaiTV.com, spelled A-S-Y-T-V.com. Subscribe, it's only five bucks a month. That's my life work. I want you to go to the Asai TV YouTube page 
Subscribe to that. Watch every episode every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. There's so much that I want from you. I want for us to share. But I'll have to settle for this song for now. And here it goes. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you next Saturday.